Hi everybody, this is Nobody. Um, it's not that I'm not anybody, but I'm just anonymous. Which doesn't mean I'm a mouse. Uh, certainly I'm not a moose or a meese. But uh, there are moose in ca uh, Canada and Alaska. Uh, and there are mice all over the place. Anyway, uh, my name is Nobody. Uh, well, that's not my name, but... That's what I go by because I'm anonymous. And I like to uh, stay at home a lot because there's a a thing going around these days called the coronavirus. And it's a pretty bad virus that's making a lot of people sick and some people are dying because of it. And it's really sad. So to make sure it doesn't get spread around. yawning. <sighs> Uh, we're staying home, lots of people are. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you a story today, and uh, it's about a, 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 a grown-up. <clears throat> uh, her name is Sue Turner. Hello, my name is Sue Turner. I live in Indianapolis, Wisconsin, and I live alone, except that I have two cats, Bob... And Fritter. Meow. You can tell the difference between Bob and Fritter because Bob goes, Meow. and Fritter goes, Meow. Sue lived in uh, Indianapolis, Wisconsin, and she she had a greenhouse with a blue front door, and she had a, a black Nissan Sentra, 2005, in her driveway. And she did uh, work. She worked as a receptionist at a, a large bank in town. And she did some uh, social events, like uh, like she did ice skating in the winter. She liked to do ice skating. And she would go uh, biking in the summer. Actually, Sue didn't really spend any time with people very much. Just her cats. I love my cats, Bob and Fritter, so much that I don't require any social interaction. Meow. Meow. And she had family, but she didn't really see them very much. Sometimes she would talk to them on the phone. Hello, honey, this is your mother. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, mother. Well, we haven't talked in a long time. We haven't seen you in a while. Where are you living these days? I'm doing fine, Mother. We'll talk to you later. So nice chatting. Goodbye. Boop. And she didn't talk to her neighbors. Hello there, neighbor. Uh, welcome to the neighborhood. See, you've got some cats. We've got some, too. My cats don't like other cats, and I don't like other people. Oh, I guess I'll keep the chocolate chip cookies then. <clears throat> she didn't go to church. Uh, uh. Yes. Hi, my name's Gwendolyn. I go to the, the first Christian church down the street. I'd like to invite you to come to the, uh, to the Easter service with me this week. Do I know you, Gwendolyn? No, I don't think so. 
Then why would I go with you? Besides, I don't go to church. <coughs> Sue, all in all, was not a very nice person, and she didn't really have much uh, social ability. Even when she was at the store, she wouldn't talk to people. So you might wonder, why? Why is all this this way? Why didn't Sue like to talk to people? Why didn't she spend any time with anybody? Well, there's a few reasons for that. Um, one was that when Sue was young, uh, her parents didn't, didn't really pay her a whole lot of attention. They were always going off on vacations and leaving her to stay with aunts and uncles. And, uh, and so she'd get kind of lost in the shuffle. And they moved around a lot, so she didn't go to the same school or anything, and didn't have the same friends for very long when she was younger, and she got so tired of leaving friends and leaving schools and leaving churches that she decided, I'm just not going to go to school or church or have friends anymore, and then I won't have to leave them. I'll just have my cats, Bob. And Fritter. Meow. So Sue lived a very lonely life. So here's the problem. <clears throat> when the coronavirus came, Sue, who never listened to the radio or watched the TV or had conversations with anybody, she didn't know what was going on. And so she went to the grocery store. A necessary evil. That's what she called it, a necessary evil, which means she thought she had to do it because she had to buy food. And in uh, Indianapolis, Wisconsin, they didn't have delivery at the grocery store. And so she, uh, she had to go buy food. But she didn't want to. That's why she said it was an evil. And so she would go and <clears throat> she'd push her cart around. You know how there's always one wheel that squeaks. And she bought uh, all the stuff that she needed. Put it in her cart. Except they were all out of toilet paper for some reason. And there wasn't any flour. Well, I guess I shan't be able to make any muffins tomorrow. And then she went and she bought everything and... <clears throat> the clerk was wearing plastic gloves. And the clerk was wearing that to make sure that he didn't get the coronavirus from someone and that if he had it, he didn't spread it to anyone. Well, Sue was so busy focusing on herself that she didn't even notice that the clerk had plastic gloves on. And so <clears throat> she was just... Yeah, she just didn't notice. So she got her stuff and she went away. Now, you might think that when she was at work, she would have noticed that there were people talking about the coronavirus. But when you start to focus on just yourself for a long time, sometimes you stop even paying attention to other people. And you stop listening or even overhearing their conversations. So even though all the co-workers at the bank were talking and this is what it sounded like. Coronavirus. Germs. 
social distancing. Stay at home. No large gatherings. Even though if she'd been listening, she could have heard all this. Well, she wasn't listening, so she didn't hear. So all she would do is, when people came in, she would send them to the right people, and she'd do her job, and then she'd go home. And she'd never think about herself, about anyone other than herself and her cats, Bob, and Fritter. And so it was that when Sue was at the store, because she wasn't washing her hands regularly, and, uh, and wasn't paying attention to what she was doing, she and didn't know that there was a virus going around, she touched a lot of things that maybe she shouldn't have, like when she was in the bathroom, she she touched the handles and and then decided to not wash her hands, which was a terrible idea. And then she went home and the next day she got a cough. <coughs> oh my goodness, what a terrible cough. And because Sue got this cough, and then she started to have trouble breathing, she finally called 911. Because she didn't have any friends to take her to the hospital, and she didn't think she was able to drive. And so they came in an ambulance, and they brought her to the hospital. And Sue, when she was in the hospital, got treatment for the virus, and and she she started to ask, what what what's going on and and how did I get this and and what about my cats? Is anyone going to take care of my cats? Well, honey, don't you have anybody that you can ask to take care of your cats? No, I I don't. I don't really have any friends or acquaintances. I don't know any of my neighbors. I don't have any social contacts at all. Oh dear, that's terrible. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll get my my son, he's in his teens, I'll get him to run over there and take care of your cats, alright? Uh, are they outside or inside? They're, they're inside. I'll get, I'll tell, uh, I'll tell you where the hide key is so that he can get inside. Alright. What's your name again, hon? It's Sue. Sue, uh, Sue. Yeah, it's Sue. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I don't remember what Sue's last name was, but her first name was definitely Sue. Uh, what's your name? My name is Caroline, and it's so nice to meet you, Sue. So Sue and Caroline started to have a a, a bit of a friendship, and they, they would talk about things. I just love cats. I have three cats, and their names are... Winkin', blinkin', and nod. They're all Siamese, and they're just the darlingest things. Oh, I love Siamese. My cats aren't Siamese, but I love Siamese. And then one day, uh, um, another man who actually happened to be uh, the pastor at the church that Caroline went to, he came in and he knocked on the door. Hello, can I come in? Uh, yes, come on in. Can I help you? Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I can help you. Let's see. My name is Reverend Jim. I'm at the Emmanuel Baptist Church down the road. I think your nurse goes there, Caroline. Oh, yes, Caroline. 
I, I don't know where she goes to church. She goes to Emmanuel Baptist Church. I'm also a part-time hospital chaplain. Can I talk to you? How are you doing? Um, I guess you can. My name's Sue, and I'm doing okay. I'm getting better. I'm mostly worried about my cats. Well, I'm glad to hear you are getting better, Sue. Uh, is there anything I can do for you? Would you like if I were to pray for you? Oh, uh, all right, I guess so. Well, I'll do it then. Reverend Jim prayed for Sue to get better, and she prayed that, uh, that Sue would come to see God's gracious hand in her life. Lord, I pray that Sue will see your gracious hand in her life. <clears throat> and, that, and that she will come to acknowledge your goodness. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. <laughs> Reverend Jim, thank you for praying for me. Are you all right? Well, Sue... I've got lung cancer. Uh, this life, it's not long for me, but I'll be in heaven with my Lord Jesus soon, and that is a comfort to me. Oh, my, Reverend Jim, that, I'm so sorry. Sorry? Sorry for what, Sue? There's nothing to be sorry about. I'm sorry to die, I guess, but... I'm mostly sorry to leave my wife and children, but not sorry to go be with my Lord and my Savior. Oh, I, I guess that makes sense. Well, Sue, we'll talk some other time. We'd love to see you at Emmanuel Baptist if I'm still there. You can come any time, even if I'm not, all right? All right, Reverend, thank you. So it was that after Sue got better, and after the coronavirus died down, Sue went <clears throat> with Caroline to Emmanuel Baptist and actually started to make some friends and to know what was going on in the world and to have relationships. And most importantly, she started to learn what it means to have a relationship with God. And the thing that I just uh, want to make clear is that it's very important for us to have relationships with people. And I hope that, that that's very clear to all of you. Even if you don't uh, get the coronavirus, uh, it's because you don't know that it's even around, because you haven't talked to people in years, it's still very good to have real relationships with people. That's how God made us to live. He made us to have relationships, to talk, to, to encourage one another, to love one another. And a big part of that is because he wanted us to see that we need to have a relationship with him. Because it's only when we come to love God and come to understand his love for us and everything that he's done for us. Well, that's only when we see the relationship that we really were made for. There's a lot more I could say, but I'm all out of time, so <clears throat> this is nobody, and I'm signing off. <clears throat> Don't worry. Uh, just got a little bit of a dry throat. <laughs> Blessed be the tie that binds.
Our hearts in Christian love, the fellowship of kindred minds is like to that above.